Peace and blessings, creatives. Mike here, host of the Ethically Immoral podcast. Reminding you that listening to our podcast is in your best interest and confirming that, yes, we do offer in-depth interviews with up-and-coming spoken word artists, poets, and authors, as well as live and recorded spoken word performances. You can listen to the podcast on all podcast platforms and or visit our website, ethicallyamoralpodcast.com. You are listening to the Words We Never Said podcast. No, that's okay. the Words I Never Said podcast. Say it again. You are... You are... Listening... Listening... To the Words I Never Said podcast. To the Words I Never Said podcast. Okay, say it. I am listening... No, no, no. Say you... <laughs> say you are listening... You are listening to the Words I Never Said podcast. 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 Oh, now you want to talk? <laughs> I am your host, God's Inc. And you are now tuned in to episode number 25 of the Words I Never Said podcast. Um, so, y'all remember my last rant uh, a couple weeks ago when I was talking about sleeping with your, with your socks on? <laughs> so apparently more people sleep with their socks on than I thought. Like, y'all was, y'all was kind of attacking me a little bit. <laughs> Uh, one in particular, though, one of Max, uh, my cousin from the Profane Profound podcast. Y'all, please check them out if you want to hear everything that I talk about, but with a lot of cussing in it. Because me, me and Max, we we kind of got similar similar styles in in what we say, but he's a lot more profane than me. Hence the title, Profane and Profound. But y'all, y'all go check them out. Um, but. He hit me up like, yo, I'll see my socks on, bro. Now we got like, like some podcasts before whatever. But he said something else. And it got me to thinking. <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, because for people that take multiple showers in a day, I got a problem with y'all. Like, why are y'all taking so many showers? Like, okay, I get it. You you wake up in the morning, take a shower, I get I get it. That's 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 how you get your day going. That's how you get your day going. And then you take a shower at night, right? Okay. All right. I, in my mind, it's, it's, it makes more sense to take the shower at night, you know, because you wash all that the stuff from the day off of you, the sweat, because I go to the gym, so I wash the sweat. All that stuff off, right? That makes sense. Um, so if you take a shower at night, why do you get up in the morning and take another shower? Like, do you have OCD? Like, are you sleeping in a pile of with the pigs in the pig pen? Like, what are you? Are you rolling around in dirt? Like, the only way that you would have to take a shower again after taking a shower at night is if you sleep in filth. Like, is your bed dirty? Do not wash your sheets. Like, do you do you because the people people that wear their socks all day and then get in the bed like your, your bed's probably dirty. So that makes sense because you got you got dirt all over the bed, all over the sheets, the mattress. Okay, that's disgusting, first of all. And then you're rolling around in it. That's disgusting, too. So you get up and take a shower. Okay, I get it. Now it's making sense, right? Now it's, it's clicking because you're sleeping in a filth. But if you're not sleeping in filth, you have no logical reason to take a shower in the morning when you just took a shower at night. Like, that's crazy. 
why are you taking double showers? Why are you double double showering? Like it, it, it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't register. You feel me? Like I, I just it, it, it grinds my gears to know that like when you go and read up on it, like if you shower too much, like all them times a day, you can like wash off some some of the natural oils that your body produces and it's like some science behind it like go google it because i googled it a while ago because i was like why are people taking so many showers like i shower before i go to sleep and that's it you know what i'm saying there's no need to shower in the morning because i'm clean when i go to bed and then i wake up and i can go and do my thing right that, that, that makes the most sense for people that's double showering do you have ocd please tell me why because I, I I don't get you. You you you're driving me crazy. Your water bill is probably like five million dollars a month. Are you a fish? Do you have gills? Do you breathe underwater? Do you sleep in the bathtub with the water all the like? Do you just submerge yourself in the bathtub and go to sleep? Is that your water bed? Why are you showering? Showering so much I can't even say the word right Why are you showering That's a weird word now that I think about it Showering That's like a W and an R right after each other I don't that That's that's bothering me But um, not saying that showers bother me Because they don't I'm just saying the, the, the way that that word is put together Bothers me Showering It's just Anyways I'm way off topic Just one shower is, is enough right It should be But if, if it's not Then please Just tell me why Tell me why. Tell me why it's not. That's all I want to know. We coming back later. We got Neek coming through. Fellow tribe member. We're going to talk about some COVID stuff and creativity and some more great things. Y'all stay tuned. What's good? It's your girl Becky the Poet, host on the Unspoken Words podcast, released every Thursday. We want to tell your stories behind the words. So we bring you poetry, self-care tips, speak about real life situations and how we overcame them. A podcast to fill your emotions one day at a time. Unique. Coming through, <laughs> or at least that's what I call her. That's what I know her as. But, <laughs> yes. We got Neek coming through, blessing us on the on the words I never said podcast. Um, thank you very much. How you doing this evening? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm hanging in there, working, working, working. Um, uh, getting my uh, bonus EP together, my open mic and all that stuff. So I'm doing great <laughs> this evening. No, how doubt. are you? Yeah. yeah, oh, I'm doing great too. I'm doing great too. Um, it's starting to get cold, and I love it. You know, but I'm in Me Texas. Me too. I love it. Hoodie and Tim's weather. I love it. Yeah, no doubt. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm a hoodie dude. Like I love hoodies. I I wear hoodies. Yes. When I work out. Um, I, I always got one on. I love hoodies. I love this time. It's my favorite season, actually. Fall. Yeah, yeah, mine too. Mine too. Mine too. Um, all right. So one, I got a, I got a couple word associations that I want to do with you. All right, so I'm going to throw out a word, and I want you to tell me the first thing that comes to your mind, all right? All right. All right. Spoken word. A form of expression. 
a form of expression. All right. Black. Beautiful. Rap. Life. New York. Tim's. Family. My lineage. Haters. Don't exist. <laughs> no doubt. I right, so you said haters, you said they don't exist. You gotta explain that one. What you mean by that? Um, because I don't pay attention to haters. I feel like haters are your biggest fans. Um mm-hmm. so when people say, Oh, this person is a hater, or they're saying this or they're doing that to you, I feel like in my eyes they're paying the most attention to you. They're the ones who's um, looking up your your YouTube, your if you came out with a book or EP, anything. They're the ones on your page the most, like, eyeing all your stuff. So they're actually um, bringing more attention to you versus not because you're always on their mind. So they, I, I, I take haters as, like, your biggest fans. Mm. How do you, how do you, feel, like, does, does that affect you? Like, uh, when it comes to your confidence or anything, when you hear people talking negative about you or your work? Sometimes, because I'm sens- I'm like Erica Badu. I'm an artist. I'm sensitive about my stuff, you know? Yeah. And, you know, um, I, I'm i still, like, working on that, you know? Like, I, uh, like I had a hard time, like, accepting that not all friends are going to support you, not all family members are going to support you, that, you know, usually it's that stranger or somebody who... Um, you know, just uh, met old friends or something like that, like through the internet or IG or Facebook or whatever, who will support you the most. Um, and like when people have negative things to say in regards to my artistry, um, it could be hurtful, but I also take it as a learning experience and I try to take bits and pieces of what it what is being um, conveyed to me because sometimes it might not be like words of um like they're hating it could be more so like constructive criticism and i can i, I can take that even if it hurts mm-hmm. yeah it's i know as a, as an artist i could relate with to that um because we are sensitive you know when it comes to our stuff yes and um a lot of times man, we we seeking we're seeking validation um for our work you know, we don't want it to. We don't want it to rub us the wrong way when we get yes. that, that constructive criticism. But at the same time, it's needed. Um, how how do you use the constructive constructive criticism to your advantage? Actually, um, like uh, the way I use it is, I take it. I take bits and pieces of it. Like my delivery, I will change it, or like um, I won't speak about the same thing over and over again. You know, like I would um try to change up uh um like the content or um my voice or um my delivery or anything that I need to work on, I try to be become better at it. I practice more at more at it, um, depending on what kind of criticism I'm getting. But um I just try to like perfect my craft and whatever is being said there's always room for there's always room for growth there's always room to be better and to become a better you and a better artist so i just take it and i grow from it Mm -hmm. do you do you still feel like you uh because all right i'm gonna back up a little bit because i i remember when we first connected on instagram um like i don't even know how long it was ago maybe like a year now over a year yeah yeah probably probably over a year um 
and you just send me a lot of your work, and I'll be like, yo, she dope. Like, in my head, I'll be like, yo, she dope, and I'll tell you, you dope, you dope. But you were sending a lot, a lot, a lot, and, and so it's like, do you still think you need as much validation? Because you was always dope, you know what I'm saying? But sometimes we... we oh, thank you. To, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. We Even now, like, I need to feel that I'll send some poems to people, and I've been writing for years. I'll send some poems to people like, yo, is this tight, or is this trash? Like, do you, still, <laughs> do you still feel like you need the validation as a as a dope poet, or are you are you pretty much just floating on your on your wings right now, soaring? I feel like I'm floating on my wings, but I feel like you never know too much or have enough information. Just like doctors, or anybody in a field, like they learn new stuff every day, mm-hmm. you know. And sometimes you need that validation, or you need that, or you need to ask people like, "Hey, how do you like this? Let me know what you think." you know what could I have done better you know you need sometimes you need that to grow like I said before like I I I feel like you know um it also brings up your confidence like you want positive vibrations to come to you because then you feed off of that and it makes you go harder it makes you you know a a better artist overall you know so Mm -hmm. I mean I don't need it all the time as much as I used to now I just more so promote things my stuff and all that but Mm -hmm. um you know, every once in a while, you want to hear some positive things. Oh, that's fire. Or somebody repost your stuff. Or, mm-hmm. you know, like, and, you know, just to see that you're, um, make sure that, you know, you're still on the right path. You know, no doubt. you need that. No doubt. Yeah, yeah, we absolutely need that. Um, so going into, I know COVID, COVID shut everything down for a while. Um, and the only thing we could really do yes. as poets was go on lives and, and, and connect with people that way. Um, but how has, how has the shutdowns and everything has it has it benefited your writing at all? And if so, actually, in what ways? Actually, yes. I mean, um, COVID is still like on a rampage, and it's terrible what's happening to people. All the you know losses and stuff we had, but it also gave me time to reflect. It also gave me time to really work on my craft. Um, I was able to produce more um, content. You know, like everybody called me like the Tupac of poems because I couldn't come up with a poem in like 30 seconds. I'm always coming out with something, mm. you know, mm. like you'll ask me to do something I'll do on the spot. Um, and COVID also humbled me mm. a lot, you know, um, not taking advantage of too much things, you know, um, accepting a lot of things, um, being more grateful, you know, mm-hmm. giving more, um, you know, the love that I'm receiving. I also learned that I have to also reciprocate that I have to give it back. Mm-hmm. You know, like it is, it's not all about Nick B all the time, even though I don't think that like, you know, it may come off that way mm-hmm. because like I'm, I'm in a uh, promotion mode. I'm in like, you know, just tell me what you think, like it, like it, like it. Mm-hmm. But I realized that, you know, people start to notice that, okay, well I'm over here doing your stuff, but you know, I don't see you ever like doing the same in return. Mm-hmm. So I learned that. So a lot of like COVID humbled me in so many ways. Mm-hmm. So it when you say it humbled you, what what exactly do you do you mean like your yeah? Go ahead and explain that. What do you mean by humbling? In what ways did it humble you? It humbled me as an artist. It humbled me as a, a person. It humbled me as a mom. It humbled me as a wife. You know, it humbled me as a nurse, you know, like um, seeing the things that I've seen, seeing the things that I've seen and like um, dealing with certain like um, situations and 
you know, being scared at the same time and the whole life change and stuff, like, the stuff that we once took for granted, you know, we can no longer take for granted anymore, mm-hmm. you know, and it also, like, um, gave me more confidence, like, it humbled me in a way, like, whereas I would do, like, more virtual uh, um, spoken word pieces and stuff like that, and I would get, and I would get, like, feedback, so, so it actually, you know, made me, like, realize that, okay, well, I'm not the best, but I can do this better. It just humbled me as a, a overall like person. Were you performing as much before COVID or did you how, uh, how did that affect your performance? You know it's so you know what's funny though? Um I was always afraid to perform. Hmm. You know, like, because I always felt like, okay, well, I can't memorize my stuff. Oh, my gosh, I'm going to look with my phone in my hand, reading from it. It's not going to look as professional. You know, like, yeah. th- these are things that run through your mind as a poet, as a folklore artist. And, like, during the quarantine and during COVID, like, I'm like, oh, everybody's doing things virtual. You know, they don't have to, like, I don't have to really see them like that. I could just focus on just reading my poem. Mm-hmm. But what happened was, it made me more confident and it actually uh um it actually perfected my my delivery as recording wise too mm-hmm. because all the practice that i was getting um doing my spoken word poetry like i would just jump on people's lives and just be like okay well if it has something to do with poetry or if it's hip hop or anything i'll just jump on it and yeah. just do it yeah just so i can build that confidence up just so i can get used to just speaking you know um my thoughts and stuff like that. Sometimes I would just freestyle things and, you know, it's, it, it just really, really um, helped me grow as an artist. And it also like made me want to pursue more things and, and um, increase my platform and, and like, like, you know, um, explore different avenues, like, you know, working on mental health, mm-hmm. you know, um, as far as giving back to that. Um, uh, also doing my own open mic, like, you know, giving people a platform for them, you know, so they can show their talent and I can like you know, um, promote them, mm. you know. So like, I it gave me so many ideas, it opened so many doors for me. Yeah, it's it's dope how because you're not the first person I've heard that said, yo, I because COVID, you know, came around. I wasn't performing as much, but it's not it's not as much pressure when you go on a live and you reading from your crib, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or or because most people are reading off a piece of paper or looking at their computer. And when you see that, it's like, yo, I can do this and, and memorize it because you're going to memorize it as many yes. times as you do it. It's going to be yeah. natural. You're going to have it memorized. So it's a lot of positives that came from COVID um, outside of the negatives, like looking at it from the, from, from the flip side. Yes. And like you didn't have to worry about traveling. Mm-hmm. Traveling was a big thing for me, too. Under the fact that, you know, I work all the time and stuff like that, I wouldn't be able to make it to like the shows city all the time or go here or go there so it was like even though you wanted to do it or you wanted to participate it was like it was very inconvenient because you know you couldn't make it to those things so like you weren't getting the practice that you wanted to get you weren't um able to like really perform it for the other people and have other people hear you mm-hmm. it was just more so me just writing and putting it on my page but now that you know everything's virtual now school uh even like you know the whole um versus thing that they have out all that stuff mm-hmm. that was built off of a uh, quarantine you know mm-hmm. having to be inside they had to figure out a way to still keep it moving and keep 
you know, doing what they need to do to, you know, feed their families and also um, keep these artists, keep their platforms. Mm-hmm. Man, I don't even want to know if what would happen if if COVID hit us in like the mid nineties, like no internet. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. That would be terrible. Yeah. Like poets are just sitting there as like LL Cool J. Even like hip hop artists too. Uh, like, and, yeah. Oh my God. That would be terrible. Yeah. We wouldn't hear nothing. It was like, it'll be like a moment of silence. It'll, be, it'll just be like, what we're, you know what I feel like it would have been like though. I feel like we wouldn't be able to go and see them in concert. But I feel like they'll still be recording and like we'll be able to hear it on radio. Yeah. Like we'll hear, we'll be able to hear like the music on the radio and stuff like that. We wouldn't we wouldn't hear the poets though. The poet no, no. We, we, no. we wasn't mainstream in the nineties. You know what I'm saying? No, we wasn't definitely not. They no. would use us in their movies, definitely. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. but that'll be it. Like, cause you know, like I said, everybody like forgot that, you know, Love Jones, most of Tyler Perry movies, a lot of movies um that uh were classics started with every time they would be inside of a restaurant it would be the spoken word poet you know mm-hmm. so i feel like it wasn't a big platform you wouldn't be hearing on the radio obviously yeah but you know it was it was still a lane that people appreciated and not you know Nas used used um spoken word artists all the time yeah yeah Nas Nas is a poet itself um, yes, but he used and common. I know. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, he used that. Nas used the poet. I think on Nostradamus in the beginning and at the end. He yeah, had the poet on there. Um, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, so I know you got a full plate over there. Wife, mother. Like, how do you balance all of that? Oh my gosh, I don't even know. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> honestly, like people ask me that all the time. It's like I just do it. Like you know women we're, we're natural uh multitaskers mm. so like i could be like on the phone cooking dinner um vacuuming the the um the floor oh you off the chain you off the chain i don't even know you're a superhero yeah. that's superhero that's the, the kids could be like screaming and playing and stuff and i'll be in the, i'll just write a whole poem while they, i won't even hear them you know <laughs> i got to a point like where we just know how to just turn it off Oh, like, this mute. like we just know how to turn it off and that's what i do like and and then there's a time when like they're we will i'll put them on their shows or whatever and then i'll go inside my studio room and just like be able to vibe out and listen to beats and stuff like that mm. um but yeah, most I, of the time i just multitask i usually get my time either late at night or real early in the morning that's it yeah that's all i, I love the morning time uh-huh. I feel like I have the most ideas in the morning time because like after you fall asleep, it's like you have when you wake up, like you have the most thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 like that for me too. Like my brain, my brain fires on different cylinders in the morning. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just feel like you know, I like I'll have a dream or or like I'll see I wake up in the middle of the night and I'll see something on the TV. I'm like, oh snap, that that's pretty cool. Like and then I'll talk about it. You know, and like, could you imagine this, this, and that? Like, you know, so I like to imagine, I like to put people in like a different perspective, talk about space. I like to talk about everything. Like, I don't like to talk about the same thing all the time. Mm. I don't want to put myself in a box. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. I feel like as an artist, you should always like explore different ways of uh, expression. Yeah, you definitely have range. Um, your pieces range from, <laughs> from one end of the spectrum to the other. And oh, I, uh, 
yeah, y'all can appreciate that as a as a as a poet. I try to like what I want to do like mainly is to like reach all the audience where it could like people could still accept it. Um even if they don't realize that this is poetry. You know, sometimes like the stuff I do, like you wouldn't even realize that it's poetry. And I do it on purpose, like my EP that I just came out with, the transition. Um mm-hmm. Like most of the stuff on there, it caters to everyone. It's like love, and it's like, and it's then it's um about what's going on in the world right now, and then it's like you know like the people who like uh the club, you know romance. It's like everything mm-hmm. in one, and I, I I wanted to do that to see to this test drive and see how people would take it. Well, how did you come up with the with the name? For your for the transition, oh the transition is like a you know like a butterfly like I was once like when I first started I was a cocoon just mm-hmm. coming in, mm-hmm. you know the game like trying to learn and, and like, like you know, and now uh, my wings are out and I'm, I'm flying I'm doing what I need to do and I I grew, and um, now I'm just ready to like explore. Mm-hmm. That's why you know I, I the, my first EP was Who Am I. And then my second EP was the transition. You know, I changed what I was then. It's not who I am now. I grew. Mm. And I see you got people dancing to your songs on Instagram. <laughs> oh, that's so weird. <laughs> you, you like, you like on on your celebrity status thing right now. You got no. You got Chiggy. What's his name? Chiggy. Chiggity. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm washed. I don't know nobody. No rappers. The dude that was dancing to to Drake stuff. What's his name? You know his name? Who's dancing? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Well, you got people like him dancing to your songs. Like, how that make you feel? Yo, man. Like, I, I was like, what the heck? I, this is how I felt. Like, you see how I'm lost for words? Like, I don't. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, wow. Like, this happened. Like, I, I'll show my husband. And I was like, yo, they just danced to my song. The one that really struck me was the one who had actually had my logo. And put it up to the camera to um mm. let's riot. I was like, oh my gosh, that was so cool of them. Like they actually really truly shouted me out. Like uh, and and just to and just to clarify the people that's listening, I don't mean like dancing like Rick, like you dancing in the club. Like they created a dance move to her song, right? Yeah. That, it's, yeah it so was so crazy. Sure like mm. and then like on TikTok and stuff like that, and like I'm like and that's and this one thing I always say is like you know what I want to be able I want to be able to like they say oh what are you trying to get to with this like are you trying to be a celebrity like what are you trying to do and like for me I just want to pe- make people feel good I want to be yeah. able to give back I want to pay it forward I want to also provide a platform for other people like what you do like you're doing yeah. your thing too like stop over stop talking about me look at you like you over here you have books you have like you have even like how tos like you know you know um, yeah, self help and like you know like your your poetry spoken word is like flawless like everything that you nah, you've done I, I, I've been watching flawless. I watch you like even like your, your videos <laughs> is flawless like I'm like how do you do this video like the penny one like I remember a lot of you I remember all, a lot of your stuff like and the, and I always watch you I'm, I like I don't like I will comment or I'll hit like but I'm like dad yo how do I get to that like like how do I get that creative or how can I find that confidence where I can put myself on a screen and like just say my poem and and you can see the 
the the feel you can feel what is being said and like you can see it in their eyes and their face and like it's like acting in a way you know yeah it's yeah. like for me I i'll be a terrible that. actor like it was like oh gosh it's terrible like <laughs> <laughs> nah, see, the figure is when you get on stage that that like i the passion takes over you know what i'm saying and you kind of you kind of just step into a whole new element you know yeah. at least i do like the person i'm on stage i am on stage i'm not that person in in regular life like that passion that passion is something different like I yeah. up the tears based on what I'm talking about, or I'm pissed off because of what I'm talking. Like it's just, it comes out of you. You know what I'm saying? Just like it, it'll come out of you if when you whenever you get on stage. Are you going to get on stage anytime, anytime soon? Um, I hope so. I, I wanted to calm down with this whole COVID. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you still, okay? I was like, I'm a, like you know, for me, I'm afraid because I'm you know um deficient. Like I can't be around crowds like really big crowds it's funny because like i work in healthcare field but like i'm like gown to the t i have like probably three masks on like three like i'm 100 like covered up all you see is my eyes mm. so like um i have to get in that mode again of not being afraid to like um be in crowds because i don't know what can come of it like am i what is is the risk um uh, better is the is the risk worth worth it or is the, the benefit like you know yeah. like is the benefit um worth the risk there you go mm-hmm. and like that's where I'm at right now with that I feel you I feel you you do have you do have children you know what I'm saying and look out for as well you know so you don't bring that home to them so I I, I feel you on a number yeah. of different levels yeah when it comes to that um but you I'm a, I'm gonna create a word you ain't claustrophobic you crowdophobic. <laughs> I am, and it's so crazy because they're like you're so outgoing once you loosen up. Like me, like yeah, I have to like literally loosen up. Like when I first did my performance on on Little Nat thing, that was my first performance doing spoken word, and it was on such a big platform. And it was like oh, like I would have never known that was your first performance. I was scared, and I came after somebody who can sing their behind off. I'm like oh shoot, let me just go home, like (laughs) you know. Yeah, but I was like, you know, I'm gonna just do this. I can't, you know, I gotta do it now. I agreed to it, and I'm really big on like, you know, keeping my word. You know, my word is everything. Mm-hmm. So no doubt, no doubt. So I I went up there and I did the best I could, and like I just took off from there. So I really would love to be on the stage. I really would love to like, you know, be around like a lot of hippies and you know, mm-hmm. you know, like a lot of like cool people who really understand the, the craft. Because when you go to those places, they really show you love because they understand. Like, you know what I'm saying? They get it. They want to hear it. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's it's, a, it's such a loving crowd. It's such a, like, uplifting crowd that, like, after a while, it's like you're at home. So I do want to eventually get back into on the stage, but I don't know about yet. Yeah, yeah, I feel you on that. I feel you. Um, so this is the last question before I'm going to let you get out of here. Um, so the transition is that a that's a that's a rap le- um a rap LP right or EP right? I'm sorry, I can't. I didn't hear the question. <laughs> no, it's it's cool. Uh, so your the transition is it you rapping on that? Um, another level may seem like I'm rapping. Um, mm-hmm. then you might hear me singing. 
Okay, so it's just a mix. It's, it's a, a mix, mix of everything. Like you like I got like I don't know if you heard it, but like like you should check it out whenever you can. I know you're a busy guy, you know, you're a celebrity yourself. Uh, uh, <laughs> but like uh, is it on is it on iTunes? It's on iTunes, it's on Spotify, it's on everything, it's on YouTube. No doubt. I'm gonna I'm play. I'm gonna play when I'm at the gym tomorrow. Ho- hopefully, it's some uh, it's some music in there that'll get me moving. No, it will. Actually, there is. It's it's it's, it's a lot of uh, songs that will get you moving. And um, one of my favorite songs on there is "No Worries," mm-hmm. only because it's like, this is what you want your queen to tell you as their king. Like you know the 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 climate that we're in, all the like injustices and stuff like that without black men and women you know like it basically is like saying like if you don't have any love outside you have it here i want to be your tranquility i want to clean your scars like you know i want to i want to cut you loose from that you know and yeah yeah so i mean that song to me like to other other people it might not be their favorite but for me it hits the most because i truly feel that way you know like we really need to be more kind to our kings and queens because we're going through a lot we're going through the most economically mm-hmm. um as far as like social injustice um everything we get hit hard all the time and i just you know i just wanted to what people wanted people to hear that song or that piece and feel that vibe you know feel relaxed mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely, I'm gonna definitely give you some spins tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> I got, I got, the, I got a streaming service, so it ain't gonna, ain't gonna be no problem. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So if you got time, you know, you got, you have room to spit a piece. Um, if you're ready or you have time, um, you let me know. I do. I'm gonna just um. Let me see. Okay. Have you ever asked yourself, how is the earth and the sky, which is surrounded by the universe, a galaxy with other different planets that we can't touch or see unless we rocket to the sky and pass the sky into another realm where the stars, sun, moon, and Mars reside? But so does the earth. Are we floating, but grounded? Why aren't we always surrounded by the darkness of the universe when the earth resides there? Are we in a circular zone where we are just energies walking on gravity, gravities that keeps us feeling regular, but we are truly floating? Think about it. The earth is in the sky. We are taking no space within the earth. Is this why they say the universal law never lies? Without gravity, we will be flying and gliding through the world like the birds. I'm trying to think within, but without, but outside the mode of what we once thought was true, but questioning this planet's motives. My answer is only the person controlling this all rotation of human beings spiriting and different lives and are constantly wondering why they have a flashback of things they have never seen or experienced in this life. In this life, we are creating whatever it is that we signed up on to complete like a mission. I just can't see how our planet is in the sky, but we have to fly with airplanes and rocket ships to see the outside of the world we reside in. Somebody please elaborate on how you don't believe in the heavenly being. However, there are things that are 
so unexplainable. Only powers of the God of a God or a higher force to bring all of this together and make it work every day. I know energy never dies because there are too much that is unseen. Nick will be. That was so deep. Like, were you high when you did <laughs> that? <laughs> Why like did you ask you me that when I talk about the space? It's really like, were you high when you broke that? <laughs> you had me. You had me on a little bit, of, a little bit, of, a little bit of tweets. You was on some tweets, like, nah, cause that's deep. Like, how do you? I don't even know how you think like that. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. I was not even. I don't smoke, but <laughs> I mean, I was high off life. I was outside in my backyard actually, and the sun was like. You said you you said you was high in your backyard. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I'm high off life. I was in my backyard and it was so beautiful outside and like I heard nothing but like the birds and stuff and I looked in the sky and the sun was like really bright. And I'm like, yo, like we're in the sky. How is this working? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I always like to, I always think about crazy stuff like that. Like my mind goes everywhere. So instead of me just thinking hey. about it and not and, and just Thinking about it, I said, mm-hmm. "Let me just write it." Nick, Nick, yes, Nick, you, 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 you could be real with me. <laughs> you, you was high, you was high. Don't even try to run. Like I, I was once a weed smoker. I know how your mind can get when you get to that level. Like I don't thought about this crazy stuff. <laughs> I don't oh, thought about God. some crazy stuff. I was there, but but we, we keep it between <laughs> whoever else listening. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of people listening, but they ain't gonna tell nobody else. Don't worry, they ain't, they ain't gonna tell nobody. You know, it's just, <laughs> Y'all don't it's tell just like a, a way of thinking. Like I don't know. Like I really am in. I'm really into like astrological universal things. Like I look into this stuff all mm. the time, and like you know, like astral planning and stuff like that. And like I really like want to. I really have these questions. Like I even like went as far as believing that the moon and the sun is masculine and feminine, the original Adam and Eve. Mm. You know, like. Like, I just always think on a different, I try to, like, put my mind out of the ordinary way of thinking and, like, think outside of the box. Because sometimes what we think is the right way of thinking might not be the right way of thinking. Maybe the stuff that we think is crazy is actually the right way, is the right thing. So, like, you have to question things all the time because we don't really truly know how anything works. Facts. You right. You right about that. I ain't gonna mess with you no more about getting high. I ain't gonna mess with you. She wasn't high, y'all. She I wasn't high, high this time. <laughs> yo, yo, Nick, man, I appreciate you for coming through, man. Go ahead and drop your handle, your Instagram handle, so people can give you a follow and see what you got going okay, on. Okay, and thank you so much for having me. I truly appreciate you, bro. Like you keep doing your thing. I'm loving what you're doing. Keep giving other people a platform. My um my name is Nikwa B. My IG is N I C Q U S B. I'm on Reverb Nation, same name, and also on all stream media and um platforms, Spotify and iTunes included. Cool. All right, Nick. Um, thank you once again no for coming problem. through. I hope you enjoy. Off this off this off. Hope you enjoy the rest you of your evening and uh. You're welcome. Thanks. Thank you. Thank, 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 thank you so right. much. <laughs> <laughs> so I see you. I see you on the. I yeah. see you on the ground. <laughs> All, right. All right. Bye.
And once again, that was the lovely Nika B. Um, her phone was kind of messing up at the end. So if you didn't get her handle, her IG handle, it's N-I-C-Q-U-A-B as in boy on Instagram. And uh, it's the same thing on, um, what's the other the other one she said? Uh, <laughs> I forgot the name of the, of the, um, of the music, the music website. Uh, Spotify, no. LimeWire, wow. You really know how old I am if I say LimeWire. Wait, I can't remember the name. I haven't been on the SoundCloud. Yeah, SoundCloud, there you go. Boom, SoundCloud. Follow her on SoundCloud. Um, listen to some of her. Her her wide I don't even know how to classify it because she said she's out out of the box and it's really it's not it's not rap it's 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 all of it it's all of it in one it's like a gumbo of of creativity I'm gonna definitely check out uh, the transition when I'm at the gym tomorrow and uh, if it's some music that I can't vibe to at the gym I'm gonna definitely let you know about that Nate I'm gonna definitely let you know like yo I can't I can't get jiggy with this. In the gym. I'm gonna have to get jiggy with this outside of the gym. But I'm gonna definitely show you some love though. No doubt. I uh, appreciate you once again for coming through. Um, let me see. Shout outs. Shout out to the Ethically Immoral Podcast. Shout out to, to the Unspoken Words Podcast. Shout out to Her Spoken Words Podcast. Shout out to, of course, the Profane Profound Podcast. We got beef, y'all. Hey man. Hey man, if y'all, if y'all go listen to that podcast, yo. Go hit them up on Instagram, right? And let them know who you rocking with. Let them know that, hey, y'all got a whole army to worry about. You know what I'm saying? When y'all feel with us with the words I never said. Because we got a whole bunch of words and we gonna say them. And I'm gonna say them too. And we just gonna be saying some words. Y'all better tread lightly. I don't know who y'all messing with. Yo, back to what I was talking about though. Like, okay, so in the in 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 the shower at night after you shower in the morning or the shower in the morning after you shower at night like y'all got bed bugs is it is it bed bugs because i don't that's kind of nasty too like i don't even know how you how i don't understand i don't get it what is it man what is it do you sleep in the trash can do you sleep next to the trash can do you sleep inside of a garbage truck, like in the back where they put the trash? Is that where you sleep? You sleep there? Because that's nasty. Do you sleep in like a, a sewer drainage? Do you sleep by garbage can juice? Is that where? Because I'm, I'm trying to make sense of that. The whole thing is still bothering me, Max. Yeah, I said your name because we got beef. We got beef. And I and I ain't no vegetarian, so I'm gonna eat the. Hold on, nah, I ain't gonna say that because that's that's kind of whatever. But y'all, man, I appreciate y'all y'all listening. Y'all be cracking myself up, yo. Like I'll be literally over here in my little recording room, like cracking myself up. Like I'll be laughing. This is only the stuff that y'all I let y'all hear. Like I'll be saying stuff to myself, and I bust out laughing. Like like I'm like I'm I, I don't even try to be funny, but I'll be funny sometimes. Um. Y'all check out the uh, the e magazine. 
Uh, Moody Black is our feature for this month. Um, Cypher Tuesdays is our feature open mic for this month. We got Langston Hughes from the grave. Shout out to the partner at the Pod Poets Lounge. Shout out to Nakel Poetry doing his thing. Y'all please check him out and everything that he got going on. He's a dope, he's a dope person. Um, great energy, great vibe. I actually, he was on his podcast a few weeks ago, uh, Nakel Poetry. Um, you can, you can go back and listen to that episode if you choose. Um, but I think that's it. And I think I'm gonna ride out. Yeah, I think I'm gonna ride out on y'all. Y'all be safe, man. Um, y'all be easy. And as always, stop taking double showers because you can't be that filthy. Or you can, but you're probably not. I hope you're not. But wash your filthy hands too. Yeah, do that, please. Till next week. I'll let you boy.